We thank God so much for this morning. It's my singular honor to welcome you into the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, it was David, said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, the house of the Lord has a lot of things to give us. And it's our hiding place. Amen. The psalmist in the book of Psalm 91 says, they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. So, we tend to understand that there is a secret place in God. And I believe that that's where we will be in next year. Amen. Next year we are moved to the secret place of the Most High God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In the secret place of the Most High God, as children of God, we need to understand this. That the secret place contains secret things. Hallelujah. And it is that secret things that makes the place secret. Amen. If you are in a secret place, that means you have gotten the privilege to understand secret things. Everybody can come to the presence of the Lord. But not everybody can stay in the secret place of Most High God. Hallelujah. People in their own life live on this earth, go to church, but yes, the secret place privileges they are not enjoying. That means sitting in church alone doesn't guarantee you or guarantee me to be in the secret place of the Most High God. Hallelujah. When something is secret, we search for it. When something is in secret, we search for it. When you hide something in your house, what do you do? And you can't find it. It is hidden. So you search for it. Bible says, they that search for me diligently will find me. That means, they that embark on a journey to know the secret things of God, God will reveal to them. They that want to know the secret place of God, God will show them. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, 7 says, Knock, said, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and it shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. I believe in the coming year, we are going to knock on the secret place door. Hallelujah. And no matter what happens, we will enter there in the name of Jesus. And that comes by simple obedience. If only you will obey. Bible says that if ye are willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Not everybody can eat the good of the land. Except those who are willing and obedient. Hallelujah. And I believe this morning, we are just going to enter into the secret place of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you here? I believe you've seen the banner behind me. It's our theme for next year. And I'm going to talk briefly on the theme. In the evening also, we will throw more light. And what we need to do to enter into our divine fulfillment. Hallelujah. Next year is our year of divine fulfillment. And to be able to enjoy divine fulfillment, there are things you need to do. Amen. I've heard people say that what is for you will come to you. I think Amen. Amen. 
Say your dear. We see guys in other. Say your dear. You need to understand some things. Unto you, you keep what is yours very well. You, 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 it will get missing. Until you put in all effort to f- get what you want, you will not get it. Bible says, since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And I think I spoke about it on, on, on Friday. Violence. Take it by force. That means, the thing can be yours. It can be missing. Amen. Amen. The thing can be yours, but it can be missing. It can be missing. If you are not violent, what is yours will not come to you. So this morning, I am continuing with what we term as covenant practice. Covenant practice. Covenant practice. And this morning, I want you to understand that when you read the Bible, you need to get some things clear in it. And tonight, uh, or this morning, I want to open up your eyes to see these things. Open to the book of Isaiah chapter 51, verse 1, if you are there. We as children of God are privileged about every other thing. And you know, Bible says, ye are a peculiar nation and a holy priesthood. Peculiar nations means that you are a nation and every nation has its own king. And that's why we call the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Jesus is our king. He is the king of kings and the lord of laws. He is the ruler of this kingdom. And every kingdom has a governing law or principles that governs them. You need to understand this. Until you obey those practices, the president or the king is not committed to you. Amen. It doesn't matter how long you live there. Amen. If you live in Ghana and you have not registered your name in the books of Ghana and you don't pay your tax, there are some privileges you will not enjoy. If you run a company and you don't pay tax, they can even come and arrest you. Though you are a citizen of the other nation, Hallelujah. Ye are a peculiar nation, a holy priesthood. And what made us peculiar? What made us what? Holy. It is the death of Jesus that brought unto us such things. That now, we are in this world, living in this world, but we are not of this world. Amen. We are not of this world. Because when you become a Christian or Jesus, you believe Jesus and you are sanctified, called a saint, you are no more named among the rulership of this world, but you are a peculiar nation. Amen. You are a peculiar nation. 
You are a peculiar nation, a holy priesthood. The Lord who sanctified you brought you out of a place and brought you into a kingdom where we reign as kings. And that's where we are far above principalities and powers. Amen. The reason why the devil cannot touch you is because of this. Amen. Our, the way we talk must be different. The way we speak must be different. Because we are not of this world. Amen. And the reason why Jesus came to do this was because God had ordained that there will come a generation. Do you know, there will come a generation who will be connected to what? The, the blessings of what? Abraham and the covenant of Abraham. Do they want you to understand this? God or Jesus didn't redeem you so that you can live in this world and still do whatever you want. Because God had already prophesied in the book of Genesis chapter 12 that through Abraham and the covenant he has with Abraham, a lot of people will what? Be connected to. Amen. And that nations, he will be the father of what? Nations. And the Gentiles will come to him and they will call him father. Hallelujah. That means God had a covenant with Abraham and Jesus came to redeem us from the law to connect us back to the covenant. In, the, in those days, Abraham wasn't, said, wasn't killing bulls for, for his sins. Right? He wasn't killing bulls for his sins. His sins was was through faith in the law. That's the Bible says that Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as what? Righteousness. The same thing as we also believe in Jesus, it was count, it is counted unto us as what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. So, people say the Old Testament is past. It is never past. We have been redeemed to connect us to the genesis of the story. Hallelujah. We have been redeemed to be connected to what? Abraham. If you have a Bible with me, open to the book of as, as you have opened, Isaiah chapter 51. And this was the prophecy of the new Zion, which we are living in. And I'm laying out the basis for we teaching the covenant practices. Amen. Ooh. Isaiah 51, verse 1. Listen to me. That hacking, hacking unto me, ye that follow after righteousness. Look, Jesus as our righteousness. Ye that follow after Jesus. He that follow after Jesus. Because he was talking about Zion. And the ruler, the ruler of Zion is Jesus. That's the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Is what we term as what? Zion. Hallelujah. The ruler of Zion is our righteousness and he is Jesus. He that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock, hence ye were soon, and to the holes of the pit, hence ye are dark. Isn't Jesus our rock? Isn't he the rock of ages? Hallelujah. He that said a man was building, one building a sun and one building a rock. 
the rock is believed to be Jesus. Even Bible even terms it that in the days of Moses, the rock that brought out water for them was Jesus. Hallelujah. You need to understand this. That the Old Testament is never past. It is still in performance. Just that the shadows have been fulfilled. So now we have the fullness of the thing than the shadow. The laws were shadows. The practices, the Leviticus practices were shadows. The Deuteronomical laws were shadows. But now as we live, as we live now, it has been fulfilled by Jesus. So now we live in the fullness, the fullness of God's love, God's mercies, God's righteousness. Hallelujah. In their journey through through Exodus, they didn't have these things. So right now, we need to understand that if you want to be connected to what Abraham had, then the Bible is coming. Let's read. I think I don't want to jump. Say, look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bore you. If we are the sons of Abraham and we are connected to Abraham, then we should do this. We should look unto him. Looking unto something or looking unto somebody means that you do what the person did or you do what the person do. You look at him and you imitate him as he did. And if you imitate him, you will be like him. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. That means, as Christians, we should look unto Jesus, who endured this, uh, 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 rejections and who endured pain because of the glory set before him. So he's telling us that when we are persecuted, we should not look at the persecution. We should look at the glory that is set ahead of us. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we look unto Jesus. Do what Jesus did. He went through it. So we should also go through persecution. Sometimes some of them will be killed for the sake of the gospel. It is written. Hallelujah. Say, look unto Abraham. Look unto Abraham. And Sarah, that bore you. For I call them alone, and I bless them, and I increase them. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. When you look unto Abraham, then the Lord shall comfort what? Zion. You that live in Zion, you shall be comforted. And you shall comfort her waste places. Meaning that, before we are looking unto Abraham, our places were wasted. We had gone through a lot. Sicknesses, poverty, other things had come on us. But when we look unto Abraham, we do what he did. We follow after his steps. We, our waste places, shall be comforted. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. If you want to live in divine fulfillment, then you need to identify your covenant and begin to walk in them. Until you identify your covenant, you can never walk in them. You can never fulfill, live in divine covenant. You know, Jesus has brought us this greater salvation. That's why the psalmist says, the lions have fallen for me in goodly places. Jesus brought us back to the lion, and the lions have fallen in goodly places. Hallelujah. And I want you to understand 
that without the identification of this covenant or what you need to do, hallelujah. Imagine you want to, you want, you are, you are preparing for Nordic or preparing for Wasi and you are learning, you are learning some things which are not connected to writing the, the Wasi. What happens? You feel me. It doesn't matter how many years you still to learn. Imagine you are going to write physics and you are learning biology. It doesn't matter how many hours you sit to learn the biology. You fail the physics. Until you know what to do. You fail miserably. So many Christians are failing in life and though they are sons of Abraham, they are not enjoying the blessings of Abraham. They are. And we are struggling. Some are dying. Some are... Oh, Jesus. You can sit and learn biology all your life. When you have physics to write, you fail. Oh, I have learned so hard. I have waited on God. I have come to church all the time. You fail miserably. Until you know what you are supposed to learn. And that's why, reason why I am opening up your mind. That our New Testament... Life has been connected back to the blessings of what? Abraham. But Abraham also did some things to bring the blessings. So, I always say this here. When you did what the old people did, you get the same results. What they had, you had the same things. And what Abraham did wasn't different from what Jesus came to do. Jesus repeated all the things that Abraham did. The seed of Abraham. Let's come to the book of Galatians. And the reason why you need to understand this. The book of Galatians. If you don't know Galatians, then start from Genesis. One after the other. By the time you get to Galatians, you'll be out of this place. Amen. Or go to table of content. And search Galatians. Galatians 3, 6. Galatians chapter 3, verse 6. Next year, our focus is going to be that. How do we fulfill, how do we live in divine fulfillment? Where your life is without, is stress-free. You don't think about things. You don't, you don't worry about some things. And you might have man for knowing how how do we live like that? You know, gradually, God is pushing me into that line that I don't struggle to get what I want. Unless I don't, I don't desire it, I have it. And gradually, as I began to unfold, and God began to teach me, and I began to follow, the Bible says, if thou will follow diligently or thou will obey all that I tell you. All. And that's what Abraham did. Galatians 3. 6. Verse 6. Let's read. If you go home, just start from verse 1 and read. 
you will understand. He spoke about the law and how the law was working. And he came to say, even as Abraham believed God, and it was counted, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Are we not in the same era? Do we have to obey the laws before we can righteous? No. Not at all. You don't have to obey the laws before you become righteous. Righteousness comes by believing in Jesus Christ. Believing in God. Abraham believed God. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith are the same are children of Abraham. If you believe that faith comes by believing in God, believing in Jesus, then you are the children of what? Abraham. God, it, Abraham had the highest form of covenant and the highest form of blessing than any other man. Because God had chosen him to be the father of all of us. All of us. But as a father, he did some things to bring the covenant, the blessings into fulfillment. And that is what we are going to concentrate on in the next year. Hallelujah. If you are sitting here, by next year, if children, the children of Abraham, who was evident, Isaac was the child of Abraham, right? Even Ishmael, who was even a by son, who was even, even not the son, God even blessed him. How much more we ordained to be there? Isaac, in the days of famine, sold in the same year and reaped hundredfold. This year, in our coming year, you are not expected to remain the same. Amen. Whatever you you sow, whatever you give your heart unto, you are going to reap hundred times Amen. or hundredfold blessings. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. This is the children of God. So one thing, after you knowing this, go to the Bible and read how Isaac lived his life and how he was blessed. Do the same things that he did because we are the children of Abraham. Like Isaac. Oh. Next year, we don't expect anybody to, to, to fail. This house. Hallelujah. Amen. And look, let's read. We are, we, are, we are not done. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, like myself, the same are the children of what? Abraham. And the scriptures foreseeing that God would justify the hidden through faith. Hidden like us, the Gentiles, through faith. Preach before the gospel unto Abraham saying, In this shall all nations be blessed. Are you getting it? The reason why I'm so passionate about this I think we are living in faith, but we are not enjoying the blessings of Abraham. The totality of the covenant had a cover in righteousness, had a cover in holy life, and had a cover in blessings. Hallelujah. Indeed, shall all the nations be blessed. So, and which they which are, which be of faith, are blessed. With the fruit, with faithful what? Abraham. So we, who are of faith, we are blessed with faithful what? Abraham. So whatever Abraham had, we can also have it. Or we should have it. And we must have it. It is written. The word of God never goes out void. It is 
looking for performance, it will never return to God without working. So anybody who will activate the word, will, it will work for him. Because it is just active and working around. The word of God that I'm speaking is very potent. It's working around. It doesn't matter whether he's a child. It doesn't matter whether he's old. Anybody who will understand the word of God and walk by it will have the same results. Hallelujah. David was at the age of 17 when the Lord anointed him. At the age of 30, David was the king of Israel. At the age of 27, he was the king of Judah. How old are you? Are you not more grown than, than, than David? Hallelujah. Jeremiah was called at the age of 12. 12 years. He was prophesying to nations. His name is here. How old are you? God, does, it doesn't matter about your age. Faith doesn't matter about age. doesn't matter about how much, how long you have worked. It is about you believing. As a child believeth, he will have. As an old man believeth, he will have. It doesn't matter where you are. Faith, God take nations, father of many nations and nations. Africa was part. Ghana was part. Tema was part. How many of you know that Tema is in the Bible? How many of you know Tema is in the Bible? So you, you, you mean your, 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 your place is already in the Bible. And if we, when we read the book of Job chapter 22, the verse 1, you see, see that Eliphaz, who was the, the wise man or the mighty man in Tema, he was called a Temanite. Mighty man in Tema at that time. He was a rich man. He was one of the richest people in the East. So you, you are not permitted to be poor. You are not permitted. You are not permitted at all. Not when I live. You are not permitted. You must get the blessings of Abraham. It is a must. So we are going to follow. All that Abraham did. If you don't get the same result. Hallelujah. Jesus brought us the most powerful thing. The most powerful thing to connect us back to Abraham. By faith. Abraham wasn't killing bulls. He wasn't obeying. Do not. Do you, do you ever read the Bible? The Bible telling Abraham, do not fornicate. Do not commit adultery. Do not, do not murder. Did you hear? The same thing to us. The laws are written in our hearts. The spirit of the Lord was with Abraham. And you know, when Abimelech took Abraham's wife, Sarah, the Lord went to him and said, you have taken the wife of my prophet, my priest. You are a holy nation, a royal word, peaceful. So go and let him pray for you. And you, I will take the plague that I have put, put on you in your life. Ah! Don't live a mere life. Don't die a mere person. Look at yourself. Did Abraham die a mere person? Did Isaac die a mere person? He was the envy of, his, of, 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 of the place where he was living. Abraham was living in a strange land. God said, I will give you this place and to your seed. It was a strange land. Bible said he prospered to the extent that everybody was afraid. 
the one who was afraid. Huh. Are, you, are they not supposed to be afraid of you? You are running away from witches and wizards. Mere people. You are running away from demons. They are supposed to be afraid of you. Hallelujah. Abraham lived in a strange land. We are strangers on this earth. The people who rule over the earth must be afraid of us. Next year, you put fear into the heart of your enemies. Into the heart of Satan. Into the heart of principalities and powers. When they hear of you, they should be afraid. Because we are the seed of Abraham. You know, one thing that happened in the days of, 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 of Isaac, that the Philistines came to him and said that you are not part of us, but you have prospered more than us. If you don't take it, you take over our land, leave our place. Bible said they were so afraid of Isaac. This, that is the heritage that we should walk in. So, read about what did Abraham do? Abraham wasn't a lazy man. He was a hard working man. Abraham believed in covenant. He worked in covenant. He believed. There are some things which will not cease. And one practices. I've seen a lot of people dying young nowadays. You know, long life is part of the covenant that ye shall be satisfied with what? Old age. And when God was blessing Abraham, he told him, Abraham, ye shall live your life in full and in good health. Some of the covenant practices, when we begin to teach, you understand that you are not supposed to die young. Me. No. I have even declared the time I will die. I will die at the age of 82. That's when I will die. Somebody, somebody asked me at the workplace, said, oh, but nobody knows when you die. I, say, I know when I will die. I know when I will die. The Bible says that the, 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 the covenant says the minimum age for a seed of God is 70. And Abraham, who was a covenant seed, died at the age of 175. So within 70 to 175, I can choose any of them. It is what? Full age. But how do you enjoy this? How do you enjoy this? Until you do what Abraham did, you cannot enjoy it. Accident cannot kill me. Demons. Ah, they are even afraid to come to my camp. Not at all. You dare not. I believe. Because say, honor that covenant. I said, honor your mother and your father. So that your days on earth may be long. It is part of the covenant. The reason why people die around, I see 32. But you know, teach your people to honor their parents. We live in this area. Children here, they don't respect anybody. They take it away and they can even beat their parents. You die early. Honor them. The Bible also says. When you read the book of Psalm 91, it talks about also that long life and how to enjoy it. Let's go there. You, ah, next year, you are not permitted to remain like this. Amen. Next year, you are not permitted to remain like this. 
if you're a student and you go to class, you go to your school, you must outshine everybody there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you're naming people who are best, you are supposed to be part. Ah, uh, next year is a turnaround for this ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm, I'm telling you, somebody can hear and still remain the same. Because he will not incline his ears to listen and to do all. Go to Psalm 91. And let me, let me, and these are some of the things I'm going to unveil to you. So that you walk in them. Long life. And how to enjoy long life. Psalm 91. We all know how to say it. And we rattle, rattle, rattle. Do you understand? Until you know the secret. Until you get into the secret place. God is not committed to you. Amen. And what the secret also does. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's calm down. We, we know we, 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 we know most of the things we are, we are talking about. He says, Because thou hast, when you come down, come down, you come down, come down, come down, come down, come down, come down. When the blessings are coming, come down. Come down to 13. 13. 13. And thou shalt tread upon lions and eaters, and a young lion and a dragon, they are Satan, and shall, and shall trample, and the dragon shall thou trample under your feet. Right. I was saying what the age now is. Me what? Thousands have fallen on your light, your right hand, right. Why? Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, will I deliver him? So when you are trembling about Satan, not that Satan is not powerful, not that he cannot kill you, but because your love is set towards God, he will deliver what? And do what? And I will set him on high. I will make the person who believes whose love is set towards me, I will set him on half, up high, like Abraham. Abraham loved God to the extent that he was ready to sacrifice his son. When I talk about Abraham, I read about him and I saw that man to be crazy. But that is how God wants us what to live. Not that Abraham didn't have weaknesses. There were times that Abraham was so afraid for his life. He was like us. He was living in tents. He didn't have, it's like a rented room that you are living in now. But by the time Abraham jumped from verse 12 to 13, Abraham was so rich that he owed his own household. People he had trained, he had trained soldiers of about 300 Trained soldiers and they went to war and won. Come down, said, I will set him on her because he had known my name and he shall call upon me and I will deliver and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and I will honor him and come to the city. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. 
with long life will I at the age of 82, are you satisfied? At the age of 56, are you satisfied? Me, I don't care when my father will die or my mother will die, but me, I know. That after 80, that's when I, I, I'm preparing to lay down. So I have a long days ahead to do the work of God because after, you know, in the evening, you can choose to sleep at 10 o'clock, you can choose to sleep at 6 o'clock, you can choose to sleep at 1 o'clock. I have chosen to sleep at that time. After 70, it's our night. Nobody can kill me before my time. Nobody. And I say to the hearing of all the gods in my family, and to the hearing of all the gods in Tema, and to Satan himself, he can't. Never. He can't. I am not afraid of anything. You know why? Because I know where my steps are, are going. I know what I know. And I believe in what I know. Hallelujah. You must understand. You must you must believe. Said them that are of faith are the same are the children of Abraham. I am I of faith and I am of Abraham. Abraham never worked and he wept. He worked and he got all the blessings from this working. But people say that Ghana, Ghana heading, and we are living in the days of famine. Abraham's time there was famine. Isaac's time there was famine. So we as we are children of God. This is not the first time we are going through famine. This is not the first time. But the Bible says, Abraham, Isaac sold in the same year. In the same year he reaped. In, in our next year, or by tomorrow, certain tomorrow, through the 2018, you are permitted to reap all your harvest. Amen. You are permitted to reap hundredfold harvest. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever you sow in the year, the same year you must reap. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Because you know what? You are connected, you are the seed of Abraham. You are the children of Abraham. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not permitted to die young. You are not permitted to die young. Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother. You are not permitted to die. Honor your father. You are a dead person. Whether Bible didn't say whether your mother is a witch or he is not a witch. Honor him. Honor them. Whether they didn't give you school, they didn't take you to school or not, honor them. Said, honor your mother. Abraham did the same thing. Abraham's father was Tara. Tara took them out of their family. Bible says, and Abraham, when Tara died, Abraham built a place for him. And he reverenced his father to the extent that when he died, he was buried in the tomb that he built for his father. You are there. And the child has a right to a moon, mommy. You will die early. That's the reason why people are dying. If you want to live long life in this covenant, in the Abrahamic covenant, you need to honor, obey all that the Lord tells you. Abraham obeyed all. Next. When the Lord showed me, I saw people taking strange actions. And within those strange actions, they were succeeding. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything you have planned to do, which is of good report, venture into it. You will succeed. Amen. The same thing Abraham did. Abraham didn't know where he was going. He just took that step. But God told him to go. And how will you hear? And this evening, that's what I'm going to talk about. 
How will you hear? When the Lord says go, how will you hear? He took it. And by the end of one chapter, Abraham was so rich to the extent that everybody envied him. The same year. The same year. The same year. May that that report be said about you. May that report be said about you. Next year by this time, we are not expected to be here. We are expected to overflow in this place. Where we are coming. You know, now you will be struggle. Who do when you scare what the parent to him? No what's there? Well at the idea they're going to me. Maybe what I did they're going to me. But when you follow the covenant, the covenant you live in abundance. Though. Strangers came to Abraham in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 17. And when they came, they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham just saw them and said, Please come, come and spend the night with me because you are tired. He brought him. And you know what he prepared for them? He went to kill a calf. Three people. He killed a calf for them. Hey! The man is rich. Three people. Kill Nenfie, full Nenfie for them. Hey! You and your household, what got one pound? Your house is about 17. Buy one pound, Amundi. Half a pound. Ah, me that's what? Half a pound. Table! I didn't know what he did. He said, he, he did a recipe. And one Monday, I also do some. He said, it was butter. It was butter and, and milk. Used, put together to steer. Butter and milk. You are old. You say, go, go and eat money and the rest because diabetes. And I said, over my dead body. Ha! At that time, he was at the age of 99. And he ate, he ate, that was his recipe. He butter and milk. At the age of 32, I'm saying, and no milk. Now, you don't know the covenant you work in. Ha! If you don't know, the devil or the prince of this will kill you. They tried killing Abraham almost all the time because he was enjoying too much. Sickness will kill you if you don't know the covenant practice for sickness. Next year, we are going to dedicate ourselves to learning these things. And if you will obey, you will become the envy of many. And I'm, I'm telling you, this church will become the envy of Tema. Because all the people will come out as giants. As giants. When we were starting church, I told them, we don't want people who know, who think they know scriptures, or they are men of God. Oh, no, 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 we don't poach. We want people who do not know, who are so down there. They are so poor, and they don't even know what to do. And by the end of the year, they will be increasing. By the end of the year, they will be increasing. They will become a big nation. When they become a big nation, everybody will know that ah, this is the beginning of this man. Look at where he is. And that is what we call church. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why I believe that next year your life will not remain the same. Amen. That's why I believe that next year you are going to higher heights. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us believe. Let us believe. All the things in the scriptures. Let us believe. Let's not even take one thing out. Let's believe all. 
And because his heart is inclined unto the Lord. His heart. His heart. His heart. Where do you love to be? Where do you love to be? Where do you love to be? It is one of the pivots of the covenant. Said, the whole covenant I'm giving unto you. The, the Jesus Christ and Titus, this is the law I'm giving to you. Love the Lord with all your heart. Love the Lord with all your might. Love the Lord with all your soul. And secondly, love your neighbor as yourself. This was the pivot of the covenant that Abraham walked in. He saw strangers, neighbors. He loved them. He gave to the poor. He gave. He loved God to the extent that he was ready to sacrifice. I told who came for our, our prayer session on Friday. Told them, I have never chosen to work without considering God. I have never considered pay when I'm working. It is how much can I get time to fellowship with God? How much can I get time? So if you are giving me an offer and that offer will put me away from church, I will not take it. I will not take it. Simply, I will not take it. I don't care. If, if I die, let me die. I will not take it. And my wife knows. Before we, we got married, we were praying. Those who know us from the beginning, they know that we've been there for a very long time. One day we were praying, and I, and I prayed that, God, if this relationship will not please you, in the name of Jesus, I break it. Let confusion set in. And let, let us break. Hey, I was a crazy man. Because I don't want anything to stand my way. And funny enough, you also told me that the day that you lose, you lose your anointing, I will leave you. <laughs> funny enough, we are just joking. But it is one of the things that are on our hearts. We don't joke with the things of God. I don't joke with the things of God. I love God. And when I'm praying, I'm able to tell him, God, you know I love you. In, in my heart, I know I love you. Whether you love me or you don't love me, I love you. Can we say that? I've taught you how. What, how, to, how, to, how to measure yourself, whether you love God. And all the things I taught you. Work in them. And this is, it will be the base point for your exhortation. The Lord bless you. Rise on your feet. In this end time, the devil knows that that is our secret. So he is distracting us. Bringing a lot of things to distract us. Anybody who works for money, you die because of money. Anybody who works for money, follow after money, loving to have money, you will die not having it. But if you love God, money will follow you. If you love God, money will follow you. How do I know this? Say, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. Shall be done to you. But before he said that, said that he, let me paraphrase, he said, people follow after money, they follow after shelter, they follow after food, and this the Gentiles do, and they destroy themselves. But you, covenant children, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. He said, In the last days, the love of money shall wax. Cold. Because you know what? The devil knows that the pivot for your blessings is in loving God. Somebody can, I always use this example. 
somebody will be coming to church. And there will be a time that they are showing some Oprah on TV. Like what, what? Mahubala, like what? And they will stay in the house and what? Some people, they will be coming to church. Instead of them proving to God that they love him, they will not. They will go for parties, outdoor engagement. And when they go, it's not because of God, though, they are going to dance their heart out. Hallelujah. And what kind of song do they dance to? They dance to worldly music. Is that the love for God? You are not. Prove to God that you love him. Prove to God. So that you can boldly say, as I love my husband or my wife, or I love my boyfriend, the same thing. God, you know. That between my boyfriend and you, if I am choosing anybody, I will choose you. Me. When God tells me, that Kwame, leave your wife, I won't even blame. <laughs> oh, I don't love you. I love her. But I love God more than her. And it's because, because of God I'm picking her. The reason why I will not cheat, not because I love my wife. Because I don't want to do it. I don't want the devil to be happy. I want to prove to God that I love him. Ah. The reason why I will not sin, I will not do anything wrong, or I will treat my wife well, is because it's part of the covenant. Abraham respect, respected Sarah so much that when even Sarah told him that leave. Sleep with Hagar. He did. Bible says, treat your wives well. Make them happy. So that the Lord will listen to your prayer in the book of Peter. The reason why I treat my wife well, the reason why I show her much love is this. Not because of I see butterflies in my stomach. Sure. <laughs> Lift up your voice and pray for, 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 for the love of God to be shared. I pray for you.